Welcome to Silly History, I'm Matt Pekarski. I love funny stories, especially when they come from real life. I've compiled a long list of true tales that made me laugh, and now I want to share them with you. There's a lot of crazy stuff historical figures did or said, and yet we've never heard about them. History class would have been a lot more interesting with some of these sprinkled in here and there. Not that I ever disliked learning history. Hopefully there's at least a couple of yarns you haven't heard before. Let's hear one now. Tis the season of Lent, a season of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving that starts on Ash Wednesday, 46 days before Easter, and ends on Holy Thursday, the day before Good Friday. Over the course of 40 days, Sundays excluded, this observance is done in remembrance of when Jesus Christ wandered the desert for 40 days, fasting in preparation of his ministry. Back in 325 AD, the First Council of Nicaea formally established Lent as a religious practice intended to be a time for candidates of baptism to prepare for the partaking of the sacrament and a time for those excluded from communion to exercise penitence by wearing sackcloth, being sprinkled with ashes, and fasting. Early on, the fasting rules were very strict. Only one meal was allowed per day. Even fish was forbidden from consumption. The Roman Catholic Church dispensed with the law as a whole during World War II. Now, only Ash Wednesday and Good Friday are kept as strict fast days. Fish was specifically put back on the Lenten menu in the 13th century. As Thomas Aquinas explained, Fasting was instituted by the church in order to bridle the concupiscences of the flesh, which regard pleasures of touch in connection with food. Wherefore the church forbade those who fast to partake of those foods which both afford most pleasure to the palate, and besides are a very great incentive to lust. Such are the flesh of animals that take their rest on the earth, and of those that breathe the air and their products. In other words, Aquinas believed that consuming land-dwelling animals like cows, pigs, and chickens would incite people to indulge in sinful pleasures at a time when they were supposed to be denying such urges. Additionally, meat was considered a luxury back in the 1200s, further giving credence to Aquinas' and the Roman Catholic Church's belief that consuming meat was wallowing in decadence instead of practicing humility and modesty. They concluded that, because fish don't live on land and breathe the same air as us, they're permissible to eat during Lent without sinning. Fast forward to Quebec, Canada, in the 17th century, a time and place when and where beaver roamed the land in abundance. They were already a staple of the indigenous population's diet, and when the Roman Catholics first settled in the country, founding Quebec City, they too fell in love with the taste of the semi-aquatic rodent. Many of the Native Americans were converted to Catholicism, which meant the majority of faithful Canucks weren't ready to give up eating beaver during Lent, including the clergy. It's technically a land-dwelling animal after all. The Bishop of Quebec had faith in finding a way to put beaver back on the menu for his flock. He sent a letter to the Vatican requesting its consumption be permitted. He pointed out that the mammal spends a great amount of time in the water. Beavers are adept swimmers, capable of staying underwater for up to 15 minutes. They build homes adjacent to lakes and ponds, if waterfront property isn't nearby, they build dams to create new ponds to hold their food during winter and protect themselves against predators. The bishop presented his case well because the church reclassified beaver as a fish. The prayers of many Canadians were answered. Beavers weren't the only rodent to be put back on the Lenten menu under the fish category. 
In a similar chain of events, Venezuelan clergy also wrote to the Vatican between the 16th and 18th centuries, requesting permission to eat capybaras, the largest rodent on Earth. Now, all salt and freshwater creatures, including reptiles like turtles, frogs, and alligators, are counted as legal seafood parishioners can enjoy on Fish Fridays. So go and enjoy your filet of muskrat. Thanks for listening. If you liked this episode, please subscribe, give it a five-star rating, and share with not one but two of your friends. If I haven't told your favorite silly story from history, send me an email at nightowlbroadcasting at gmail.com. Subject, Silly History Story. This show is a Night Owl production.